2: Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. I'm Russell Kane, the one that looks like Nick Grimshaw, and I can't wait to milk the shaft of insight and empty my man baggage into your ears till they glue shut with empathy. We started very much in the area of male mental health in this podcast. We we do talk about heavy things. We've just slightly slipped the cardigan off the shoulder, the kettle isn't boiled, and the biscuits aren't out for the sharing circle. We are using banter and humour to try and chip through that last igneous layer of rock around a man's heart. Very often, the things that lead to the biggest insecurities aren't the things we speak about. I mean, it still stays with me, the episode where I... We were going to talk about something completely different. And I asked a warm up question that wasn't even supposed to be recorded about height. I did not realise how messed up men were about height. So we frequently come upon things like that. So every week I'm just just going down into that man baggage and pulling out a subject to go, well, is there something there? It might be gendered. It might not. Please don't light up my Twitter just because I've used the word man. And that's now illegal if you're in the future. Currently at 2021, when we're recording this. It's still legal to say man and woman. At the moment. So I can't do this on my own. I have to dive into a man's head in order to make this happen. And I'm joined today by Alex Mitton. Quite protean, quite hard to nail down. I don't want to get your job title wrong. Obviously, media personality, Instagram sensation or all-round nice guy. But how, what would you describe yourself primarily as at the moment, Alex?
3: I mean, again, I can't say man in case it's, it's now
2: <laughs> contraband. I'm going to say emotional being. An emotional being. Anything you want to plug is where I was going. <laughs> I'm, I'm just an emotional being. I can't be pinned down. But do watch A4 on Wednesday at 10pm. Look,
3: <laughs> I'm not. He- I'm not here to plug. I'm here to cry. It sounds like I might cry <laughs> on this, but the sounds of it.
2: It. Alex, you're being modest there, as well as an emotional being. You're also the co-host of the amazing Private Parts podcast. That's booked talent such as myself. Now, I'm lucky to have. A friend in the house. Now, it's not another man. If you're new to the podcast, because you've arrived as as followers of the amazing talent we have on today, you might be wondering why we have a female on a show called Man Because The reason is this. Men very quickly drift into, well, you know what girls are like, stereotypes. So I need a strong female presence, an auditor that I trust to get actually talking shite. And today, someone <laughs> I know very well, as in have gone out and got drunk with regularly, it's Lucy Cave. Who once ripped off my t-shirt and exposed my torso to the nation, <laughs> Lucy? How are you? That
4: wasn't on a junket. That wasn't on a drunken night
2: out, was it? No, no, no. That was surrounded by photographers in the studio that you organised. Yeah. Worse, really. Yeah. Oh
4: yeah, <laughs> But I was dressed as an old woman. Oh yeah, let's not go there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds pretty sexy,
4: actually.
2: <laughs> Lucy, what are you up to? Well, you always seem to be writing something. Sometimes in the shadows, sometimes out of the shadows. People don't know that about you. you write yeah. a lot of celebrity autobiography, don't you?
4: I do. I my background is i was editor of heat for several years i now still work for the company that owns heat and work for lots of the different brands including grazia but also i ghostwrite celebrity autobiographies so i wrote jay goody's books charlotte crosby uh you've had a bit of a thing with charlotte crosby that was in yeah. her autobiography i think was, uh, yeah.
2: was it that i tried to bone her <laughs>
4: yeah so i know
2: i've got to be the only person who failed to get laid and tried yeah I mean, that's how bad I am, uh, lads. (laughs) I fell in a bucket of tits. I come out, socked in my fucking thumb.
4: (laughs) Sorry, yeah. And Joey Essex was one of mine. So I've been inside the mind of Joey Essex.
2: Really, fantastic.
4: (laughs) And survived. Short trip. Yeah.
2: Uh, He's a oh, fucking legend. Him. Actually, if you want to know, yeah. if you want an original take on a subject, some of the subjects we discussed on here, grief, his documentary was absolutely, yeah. came out of nowhere, fantastic. I don't know if it's still on iPlayer or not, but do try and get hold of that. Uh, so today we are talking about, now at the time of recording, uh, listeners, we are still just in the afterdregs of some selfish fucker eating a bat in China. So we're on Zoom. And today's <laughs> subject, very relevant for Zoom, because we're talking about patience. The capacity to accept or tolerate delay, problems, or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. That's our working definition. Patience. I'm going to jump straight in there. I'm going to spelunk and enter the cave. Uh, Lucy. <laughs> not, not
4: my cave. Oh, you're. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That is
2: spelunking, isn't it? Cave, <laughs> cave exploring is spelunking. Therefore, I can. No, is that what it is? I can. Is yeah, the name for cave exploration, the, the sport is spelunking. So I can quite legally say I'm about to spelunk in cave. Because I'm exploring your mind. <laughs> so, Lucy, are men more or less patient than women overall? Now, just a asterisk disclaimer: we're just talking about all the men and women we know in our life experience. This is opinion only. Do not be scared to have an opinion. We're not North Korea. You are allowed one. In your opinion, are men? more or less patient than women or is it bollocks and it's just people
4: i think men have got a shorter fuse than women so i think that they snap more quickly i also think and this is generalizing but i think women who've got kids are more patient because they've kind of had to learn that uh, (laughs) and therefore they have more patience with their partners because some men again generalizing can be like giant babies at times and Mm -hmm. have tantrums just like the children so i'm saying women are more patient than men
3: Alex I think overall I'd probably agree with you but I feel like men have certain kryptonites my, mine is technology when technology doesn't go right it sends me fucking mental <laughs> but it's, it's one of the only things I'm quite calm normally but if if like for example whatsapp isn't working I fucking lose my shit
2: oh man and again that happened recently didn't it the whatsapp outage
3: uh, that actually was weirdly quite nice there because I knew that everyone also had the same issue yeah. so it was like a bit of a break and if you're
2: a nutter it's part of the chemtrails COVID conspiracy that you believe in nutter smoke less weed uh, <laughs> when would you say men are most patient when do they suddenly lose their short fuse adult baby and all of a sudden can sit there for hours patient as fuck snooker would be an example football I mean I know you do get impatient football fans all things I don't understand darts golf Oh, yeah. God, you need the patience of a Buddha to give a shit about golf. So men can well, turn that weirdly. Doesn't just you're boring? Be. No, but you can see the most hyperactive, punch the laptop through if it's not working, short fuse, adult baby man, suddenly going round on an electric golf cart and staring wistfully into the middle distance waiting his turn. I mean, that <laughs> is my idea of hell. Would you say you're a patient person, Luce?
4: Well, I I think I like to think I'm a patient person in my relationship. I think I'm not a patient person. What a damning indictment of
2: Ben that is. Come on, just eat some of the vegetables first, please. (laughs) (laughs) Then you can have pudding. Uh,
4: (laughs) (laughs) I have to be with him because he gets very impatient at certain things, like me not being, if I'm not on time for things that really gets him properly mad to the point that he, he starts really bossing me about. So I have to sort of bite my tongue and be patient. Although I then find that I end up talking behind, <laughs> I end up just pulling faces behind his back and just really kind of swearing under my breath <laughs> behind his back.
2: That sounds like he's being patient waiting for you.
4: Well, no, uh, no, he's not. He's impatient waiting for me. Do you think that's wrong? Do you think think I'm the one in
2: the wrong here? Well, you're you're the one provoking him by being late. I mean, I'm going to say that, aren't you? I'm like punctual sort of (laughs) German trains in the middle of the 20th century level of engineering. I'm out the door one minute two. I don't have a snooze button. I've ripped it off. When the alarm goes off, stand to attention. Out the door, the day begins. No fucking about. <laughs> so sometimes bollock naked because you forgot to Absolutely. get dressed. <laughs> yeah. Punctuality more important than pants. <laughs> yeah.
4: But if you were patient, you wouldn't mind waiting a little bit. You'd be quite chilled about it. So you haven't got patience.
2: Depends. Depends who, who the lateness is disrespecting because that's ultimately what lateness is. A disrespect to the appointment <laughs> you arrived at. <laughs>
4: oh, you sound like my Stop it,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you seem like you have quite a sort of gentle, chill energy i mean it's hard to say over zoom you seem like a patient person we know apart from technology would you say you are overall
3: if you could see down below i've actually got loads of pencils uh, stuck into my legs so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i am generally quite chilled yeah i think in relationships it depends how long the relationship is at the beginning very chill. don't mind people being late but then for some reason if you're a couple years down the line i think because you kind of you build up a bit of a, like a tit for tat in a relationship and if someone turns up a little bit late you have a little bit of a go at them. You're like, mm, well, I wouldn't do this, but then you often do.
2: Also, turn up late. I, I might so. run a few diagnostics on you, Alex, because you're being you're being slightly evasive. Okay, yeah. you order a deliveroo or Uber <laughs> Eats, and it's taking ages, and the delivery time is shifting. Are you fine with that? When it arrives, it arrives. I just have a bit of fruit, or are you like, where is this guy? I'll acid his face when he arrives, which is more my approach. On a Wednesday,
3: no hangover. Okay. Hungover Sunday. Yeah, acid's out, ready to go. (laughs) Let's
2: have it. Do you
4: complain and try and get your money back? Yeah, absolutely.
2: I I live on the Deliveroo live chat. I'm an absolute (laughs) arsehole. Waiting in a restaurant, Lucy, um, and it's date night. There's no rush, you and Ben, yet the starters have taken 20 minutes. Does it start to play on your mind? Where is my food? Or do you just have a breadstick and enjoy the moment and chill?
4: No, I do start getting a bit antsy and it ruins the the flow of the date because you're it's mainly if they've kept me up with drink it's all right
2: (laughs) yeah we've got to feed you before you fall asleep that is the game isn't it (laughs) (laughs) food before nap time you
4: know (laughs) know that game (laughs) uh but now i'll start looking around and kind of trying to yeah that will wind me up a little bit probably more than ben in that respect
2: actually and it seems to really fire up when people get put in these little boxes called cars. Do you drive, Alex? And what sort of driver are you? <laughs> yeah,
3: that's always really baffled me as well, because you take someone walking down the street and, you know, you bump into someone, it's usually fine. If you bump into someone in a car, it's a completely different ballgame. You suddenly turn into a, like enraged gorilla. and <laughs> You want to get out and smash their heads in.
2: But what are you like? The indicator's going, it's an old person, they could have pulled out multiple times, they haven't pulled out. Are you going to do a violent toot-toot or are you just going to let that old person take their time?
3: I'll just give them a polite little nudge. Oh, just a little nudge, just, just to wake them up. Come on, mate. <laughs> Off you pop. <laughs> no, I'm not too bad in cars. I'm not too bad. I'm relatively chilled.
4: I'm normally like the old person in the car because <laughs> I'm normally the really slow one, so actually I've got quite a lot of patience <laughs> for everyone
1: else.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
2: <laughs> when was the last time you actually lost, was so impatient you lost your rag though Lucy like were you just like come on do it fuck's sake come on now for me I'm a Londoner Essex where so I live my whole life and I'm now trying to adjust to the Cheshire pace of life and I cannot get my fucking head around it like when you're queuing for a coffee and she wants to chat to Barbara for five minutes in front you's like do my espresso now train I'm still at London pace like I always yeah. say to people like North London, taxis don't stop. They sort of go into a docking lane and you run alongside them and jump in and just continue your journey. That would be my ideal taxi that doesn't actually stop. You just sort of dive in and then the Cheshire pace is so slow.
4: I think it's, for me, it's normally when it's my own fault and I'm in a taxi on the way somewhere, and the taxi's not getting there quick enough. But it's normally because I've got into the taxi about half an hour late, so I know it's (laughs) my own fault. But I get really stressed and get really impatient with the poor taxi driver when he's like, I have been waiting outside your house for about the last half an hour. So that's probably the last time I got impatient, I think, and stressed.
2: Of course, I'm I'm going to ask you this one afterwards, Lucy. but I want to get into the heavy shit now. Alex, do you think women are expected to be more patient or they just are more patient, like Lucy said right at the top? So Lucy made an argument that in her experience, her perception of her female friends, particularly the ones with uh, children, they're more patient because they have to be. they often live with adult baby men. But is that the way we're made? Or do you think there's some sort of... um, you know, without getting too sociology undergraduate, some sort of patriarchal oppression that forces women to appear patient and reserved.
3: I think there is a slight bit of the, the patriarch uh, oppression going on, like they're expected to put up with our little tantrums. And I was t- talking about this uh, yesterday on the Shagged Marry Annoyed uh, podcast, that guys come into relationships with quite a lot of hidden baggage and they kind of uh, they'll, they'll drop it off and leave it there we're, we're not as uh, upfront, I think as as women
2: what do you mean like like scars from breakups or grief or
3: I think so I think because of that whole sort of macho you know toxic masculinity where we're not supposed to to show any of our any of our issues or we'll go into relationships and we often won't show it for the first year and then suddenly we're like here's me <laughs> and but no I think back to your question I think there is a sort of unspoken expectance that women are more patient than men I think
2: well, I call that the pig valve. Men keep it hidden until the woman is so far in love with them that, that nothing can be changed. And that's the first time he smashes up the house because he can't find his van keys. Why are you being like this, Dave? <laughs> I was always like it, and now it's too late to leave me. <laughs> are you ever impatient in conversation, Lucy? Must, was that Phil Mitchell? You I don't know it was. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? With your job, because you're a journalist by trade, more or less, so you can't be impatient in conversation. You must really having shadow written books be used to sitting there, even if you've got a question, just waiting until people present their information. Whereas I'm a very sort of already thinking of my next question when I'm chatting to someone I get overexcited, quite impatient in communication. It can come off rude. I know a lot of people have that. We are not rude. We're just enthusiastic. What are you like at that, Lou? Well, I
4: remember when I first interviewed someone actually for Heat, and I listened to it back, and I was like, because you're obviously having to interview them, so and you're writing it down afterwards so you need to get good stuff from their mouth because it's not about you. And I did exactly what you did, and I was just, and I was listening back, and I was thinking, I'm just talking about myself here. And no one wants to hear that. So you have to really sort of your tongue and think no I know even though it's it's sort of a conversation it's not it's them talking to you particularly when writing books it's literally just leading them on you know on with questions and saying what do you remember about this which Jerry Essex didn't remember very much so that did take quite a lot of patience with him but I mean I, I love Jerry Essex but that did take a lot that, out of all of my books, probably tested my patience. <laughs> <the> most, <'cause laughs> his attention span wasn't very long, and he would admit that himself. So I'd, I'd go to his house in Essex, and you'd need like to sit down for a good couple of hours, really, each time, to get some, some decent stuff. And He'd concentrate for about half an hour, and then he'd start wandering around the house with his hands down his pants, looking in the mirror, and just getting very distracted. <laughs> <laughs> <about> <laughs> random things. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> but-
2: Alex do you think that's that's what I mean there is a stereotype that women are better communicators than men but even if we laugh mm. at that stereotype, I'm a good grandad when are you from the 1980s? Sadly the stats back it up, women do appear to be better communicators no one's suggesting that women don't have their own mental health struggles but the stats speak for themselves they are better at sharing, communicating they're better at an argument at communicating their emotional state, they're better as you've already implied at sharing any baggage they might have earlier and quicker so do you think there's being patient in communication, listening and waiting and empathising is a trait that men struggle with. We just want to, like, you know, get in there like a rugby tackle, information out, retreat.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think the sort of the bro code allows that side necessarily. I mean, people obviously do it, but there's, you know, even with your best mates, you'll, you'll kind of say most things, but you'll hold back the real, you know, the real dark stuff or the deep stuff because you don't want to seem weak or, or emotional, I think.
2: Funny you should mention weakness because that seems to be when it kicks in. When you're around someone who's incredibly elderly or sick or mostly when we're around children, if we have them, There's it's just your impatience thing gets turned off a bit. So we obviously all have it in us, but it seems to have to be provoked. What about when someone's – I don't know what your commercial setup is, Alex, where you have many people working for you, PA, do you, do you run a few companies? I don't know, but you know when someone who should be doing their job well is not quite doing it at the fucking speed they should – how are you in that sort of scenario? Are you a, let's have a, like a review with lots of positive language that encourages you? You're like, just fucking do it! You can't.
3: I I couldn't do that because it would be incredibly fucking rich. Because
2: I'm often uh, late with things, so I can't I can't really do that to be honest. What about training someone up though? You know, if you needed someone to help you, I've got this thing where I because I can already do it quickly and brilliantly. Say stand up, for example. And someone wants to try stand up for the first time, part of my brain struggles to imagine not being able to do it. So I'm explaining things at 100 miles now because I already know. I sometimes feel like I'm in a, if you ever watch one of those documentaries where it shows you the point of view of a fly and why you can't swat it, as you go to swat it, your hand is going really slowly. That's what life is like for me. Everyone just moving in slow motion. I'm like, come on, did you not get it yet? You're one of those guys that, like,
3: starts a sentence halfway through and expects you to understand exactly exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) You're like,
2: what? But training (laughs) someone, it happens all the time with tour managers, theatre staff, whoever. I struggle in the training (laughs) aspect, the patience to remember that this person is new and acquiring the new skills. I wonder what you're like in that sort of scenario, Alex. Are you good with stuff like that?
3: Do you know, I I think I'm too much of a pushover. I think when I'm really close to someone, maybe I do get a little bit more like, oh, why the fuck don't you understand this? But outside of that, now I'm, I'm too, I'm too gentle.
2: Maybe I need to toughen up a little bit. And start being a bit more like you. We need some more mittens in the world. It's handled with mittens, that could be your autobiography. <laughs> oh yes,
4: that's nice.
2: Handled with mittens. That's
4: that. <laughs> strap line? That can be on your on your card. Your they, call, they call
2: me the mittens because I'm just an emotional bee. Um, so, Lewis, um what about you? When you're training, because you are, yes, you're a chill person. Yes, you don't mind being late, but you've definitely got you've got a fast brain. Because I know you, me and you, your brain works quick. So how do you find it working with someone whose brain works at a normal rate or slow, who's learning? Do you drift into, that's okay, I understand. I was new once or do you slowly, but come on, man.
4: Mm, yeah I think it's a bit of both I think well obviously when I was working on the magazine it's a weekly magazine it's very fast-paced and then obviously you've got online as well so you can't it's like if someone's filing copy and they're slow at filing copy that can make you a bit impatient Mm -hmm. and if you're teaching someone you know you've got to you know you know you've got to kind of be calm and considered about it but I think there's a it you have to separate it from what's going on in the day-to-day and I did used to find it quite hard to delegate similar reasons to you because you're if you if you think you can do it you're just like it's easier if I just do it which is not actually Mm. good when you're trying to do a magazine because you can't do that the whole thing yourself but um it's definitely a skill and something that you you kind of have to tell yourself to do when it comes to mentoring people or teaching people stuff I think
2: another tester question and this one has been researched how long Lucy if you're in a situation where someone is testing your patients before you walked off in a strop say you're in a shop, you're not being served, you're trying to get someone's attention or you're in a negotiation.
4: I don't think I'd walk off. I'd stand it out. I wouldn't walk off in a shop. I walk up in a shop with my husband. That's a separate thing. That's like, ah, I'm so frustrated with this situation. I have done that before because it's almost like it's not going anywhere but it's normally been started by him let me just put that out there but yeah no in a in a sort of public space i wouldn't i'd be there kind of reasoning and going to, i'd want them to understand my point of view rather than me walking off until i'd won the argument
2: i'm terrible for it alex if i walked to walk into a costa or something and the person was on the phone or talking to someone and i didn't even get any eye contact or anything it's not long before I do. You know what? Don't need your shit coffee. You get fucked. How many times have you gone without I'd getting like any it. food or, or drink because you just had to walk out? I'm a I'm a thirty to sixty seconds drop. If I'm not oh, agno- if I'm not acknowledged, why would I? I'm not going to waste my life. What, what, what are you like in in bed then? You must be. There, <laughs> there we go. I won't tolerate any delay on her orgasm. Yeah. I'm very impatient to bring her to a squirting knee trembler. Where is it? Where is it? Now, it's seven minutes, and she's now in a recovery wheelchair. <laughs> i shouldn't have asked that one no but are you all a walk-off in a strop type person or would you sort of sit there uh, do you know what again i'm just i mean i sound like such a loser but i think i'm so i'm not I'm,
3: I'm, I'm not really zen i think i just suffer in silence and just sit there like for fuck's sake.
2: really bad at getting waiter's attention oh uh, again I've many a time after have to lindsay menus down we're not eating here and gone
3: when you get older you're gonna be even worse mate I know. as you as you age because I was petrified when my dad would complain in the restaurant. i be like, come on, you're embarrassing me. But now, as I'm getting older, I, sl- I feel the urge slightly more and more. I'm like, you know what? I could actually complain here.
2: Funnily enough, I'm a cowardly complainer, but a great stropper outer. What? So you this- do, it, you do, it tw- L- do it on Twitter. Lindsay, than- Lindsay <laughs> is, as, as Lucy knows, Lindsay leads the charge with She's that the shit. Best, yeah. And uh, the other day, someone pushed in front of uh, Lindsay at the airport. She went, no, oh, sorry, love. And she went, you're not sorry, are you? admit it say you're not sorry and you can stay in the queue just admit you're not sorry about pushing into me now and she's going what you talking and then just lost it when you can't <laughs> <laughs> true story right we're going to take a break there do be patient this is the end of part one we'll be back with part two